0: What is good, family? Today's episode of It's Me Speaking To You is brought to you by my incredible sponsors, ChemicalFreeBody.com, some of the most incredible health and wellness supplements I've ever had the pleasure to have. ChemicalFreeBody.com, promo code, it's me. All the links are going to be here in the description of the video, as well as, man, as things are getting crazy in the streets with food, supply chains, et cetera, you need storable food as an insurance. It's better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. Prepare with its me.com. That stuff is coming from my Patriot Supply. Incredible storable food. And if you got a nice shiny dome like me, or if you're a lady that likes to shave her legs and all that good stuff, check out SkullShaver.com. Some of the smoothest, dopest shaving equipment for him and her. All the links for all the sponsors are going to be in the description of this video. Peace and so much love and enjoy the show. Everything, everything, everything gonna be all right this morning. okay here we go ladies and gentlemen once again another episode for the archives man i'm so stoked to talk to my guest today it's, it's been a minute since he's been on i think about five years and boy has has things taken off for him and the organization that he's the ceo of and co-founder nubability athletics we are going on our 10th year this year. I ca- absolutely cannot believe it. But again, he's he's been doing a little bit of everything, man, since I first met him, since the camp first kicked off. He is an author of the book Game Changer, Motivational Speaker, and again, like I said, CEO and co-founder of Nubability Athletics, which is a camp specifically catered to children with limb differences. Um, those limb differences could be congenital amputees, etc. It is an absolutely amazing time. And he is an alchemical human being. No, he's not transmuting lead into gold, but he is transforming the quality of life of so, so very many people, myself being one of them, my daughter's mother being one of them. And of course, my daughter who is going to be attending her 10th year of camp this year, Sam, what's up, brother?
1: How's it going, Jeff, man? Thank you so much for having me on. And holy cow, I can't believe that this has been 10 years and, that I've gotten to watch your daughter grow up for the last few years, uh, you know, for the last 10 years, I've literally watched her every summer, except for the, obviously the COVID-19 yeah. summer. We don't have to bring that up. That's, that's yeah, really
0: we're done with show. that.
1: <laughs> but uh man, that was, it, it's been amazing to watch uh, not only her, but to see the majority of our kids from that first camp are still campers and coming back this year for our 10th year and to see, you know, that four-year-old who is now trans, transitioning <laughs> into being a fourteen-year-old and a high school student—you know—that's that's just that's yeah. Just
0: yeah, we were just talking at the we having lunch today and she's like it's been 10 years. She's like I feel old. I'm like don't even get me started, girl, but it's it's gone by so fast. And you know, like I said, it's been a while since you've been back on the show. It's you know been I think 5 years. If you don't mind, just give us a little encapsulation on the origin of where this all started. I think we started like you said 8 9 10 campers and you're talking about, you know, hundreds of kids now that like, are able to make it to Ducoin, Illinois each each summer like you said couldn't do it that that year of COVID, but it's been growing exponentially but we're Where did this all start, my friend?
1: Yeah, man. So, you know, I was born and raised with uh, missing my left hand, and I loved sports and always had a passion for sports. And so um, through my own sports journey, uh, you know, of uh, trials and tribulations, uh, I really grew to to own my difference in that sport. And uh, with being the one-handed athlete, especially in baseball, news articles became a... A customary thing to me, you know, it's something that I knew was going to happen throughout the years. What I didn't understand at that time was how powerful um, written media could be when brought into the right hands. And so, uh, somehow, a a organization called uh, Camp No Limits got got a hold of one of those articles, and uh, they reached out to me and said, "Hey." Uh, we are a, a camp for kids with limb differences and ABTs We teach them everyday life skills. We have fun with them. We do a fun camp, but we really want to introduce sports to this camp. And I was like, absolutely. You know, I, I would love to. That would be amazing. And and uh, Mary, does, Mary Layton and Camp in do amazing things for kids all over the country. And so I was really excited because, you know, for me, Jeff, I grew up in a three-stop. I mean, you've been here. It's a three-stop-like town. Yes. Know? Everybody loves everybody, but it's a three-stop-like town. And so from, to my knowledge, it was myself and Jim Abbott were the only one handed uh, athletes out there. You know, I didn't have, uh, I had dial up internet growing up all the way to my senior year of high school. So you didn't catch me loading up any forums or, or any, anything where there was, you know, where are the other of them different athletes at in, in the United States? You know, I didn't have that. So I went, um, to the camp cause I was so excited. I thought it was just, you know, I thought it was just me and Jim Abbott and I get there and I see kids like me and, um, the majority of the kids were missing just their hand or or some fingers. You know, there was one or two uh, lower, but the rest of them were all upper limb different. And we're going through and we're sitting around the campfire and everybody's talking about you know giving their first and last name and and uh, where they're from and what sports they play. You know, it's kind of my idea to see where you know see what I had to work with. And we're wrapped around a fire pit and I notice a tradition in the response hi i'm jimmy i play soccer hi i'm billy i play soccer hi i'm kenny i play soccer and i'm like you know soccer's a you know a good sport but what are you what other sports you guys play i only hear one sport (laughs) and i'm to them and i'm looking at them jeff and i'm seeing that they're only missing hand i'm like are they playing goalie in soccer like where's the challenge here
2: Mm. and
1: so i get it gets to me and I'm like, Hey, I'm Sam Coonard. I play baseball, basketball, football, hunt fish, do weightlifting. Like, what do you play soccer? It's like, well one, soccer is a sin in my hometown and two, I have two feet. And this is where my mom elbows me in the ribs, you know. She's like, What did you just say? <laughs> can't believe she can't believe I just said that out loud but I mean, that was the mentality that I had was, you know, I had what I needed to play and I didn't want to play a sport where I had everything that I, that I quote unquote, unquote, needed to play. Sure. And uh, so I got to talking with another mom there because what really didn't sit well with me was the fact that all of these kids were saying one sport, you know, you heard the list of sports that I rattled off. These are not all sports that I was participating in at the time. They're sports that I had played. And I'm like, you know why? Why are they only being subjected to one sport? So I got to talking with a parent, and they mentioned to me how um, they really didn't want to see their children fail, and they felt like their child had the best the best opportunity to succeed in soccer. And you know that's just not the right mindset to take. Period. You know our failures aren't meant to be obstacles or walls; they're meant to be steps that we have to t- we have to take to get better. You know we have to we fall down, then we take two steps forward. You know Absolutely. that's just how it's supposed to be. They're not supposed to be um, obstacles or walls that you can't break through. They're they're supposed to be uh, ideas to learn from so that you can grow and continue to move forward. And uh, hearing that the family member was essentially keeping this child from moving forward didn't sit well with me. And so uh, I pulled in the big guns, Jeff. And you know the big gun I'm talking about. That's (laughs) Janica, my mama. And I said, Mama, get these parents away from me for two hours. Give me two hours. And so on the spot, my mom comes up with a two-hour Raising a Limb Different Athlete forum, uh, open forum for parents to ask her questions and and to talk and and learn a little bit. And while they did that, I taught the kids how to throw and catch a football, how to throw and catch a baseball, how to hit a baseball, how to dribble and shoot a basketball, how to swing a golf club. You know, I taught them all of this in in this matter of two hours, and I picked up on things that took me years to learn Mm. in a matter of minutes. And that's when I saw, you know, this raw God-given talent going to waste out of fear of failure. And that's what it truly was, was a fear of failure. And I, that didn't sit well with me. And so that night, I, you know, I went back to the 110-degree, um, I think it was a boys' club or boy, boy Scouts camp or something like that is where we were staying. And it was no air conditioning whatsoever. It was temperatures like today and the heat index and all I had was a little battery-powered fan to keep me cool so there was no sleeping period but <laughs> as soon as I start to close my eyes I keep hearing this voice come in my head saying you can change this you can change this and I keep hearing this voice time and time again and finally you know I I, I vocalized I'm like I'm like how am I gonna change this I'm a C's get degrees you know I'm, a, I'm an athlete I don't I'm not the smartest kid in the room. I'm not the smartest kid in my school. Like, how can I change this? And that voice just continued. You can change this. You can change this. And it continued until I got into my mom's car and we're on our way um, home to go to a baseball game that I was supposed to pitch in that day. And um, on the way there, all of a sudden, this idea pops in my head. And I was like, what if I started a camp for kids with limb differences and amputees, like the ones that I just met? but where they were introduced to sports and coached through sports by mentors who look like them who have been accomplished at the highest level of those mainstream sports. Absolutely. So what if I gave them a, a accomplished swim different athlete to be that mentor and be that person who has already gone through everything so there's no excuses for these kids? And I vocalized that to my mom, and she instead of saying that I'll never forget. She said, I would have driven you across the country on a $10 bill. To get you in front of you when you were cut by your sixth seventh and eighth grade baseball coach mm. you know and she's like i would have i would have driven across the country to get you whenever in front of you whenever you dealt with bullying you know and so that was kind of like the the overall okay this is real we need to explore this and when i said that to my mom she's like let's get let's do it let's start it and so uh, you know, we started off as little YouTube forums, um, you know, basically posting videos of myself uh, doing everyday, you know, sports drills. And eventually I started branching out to other athletes um, like Eddie Delaney and Hayden Hayden Felsen at the time and Kevin Crafton. And, and we started connecting on our own and uh, really wanted to take this camp into a sports camp. And so I, I started reaching out to them and I was like, hey, here's my vision. Here's, here's kind of what, what I feel like God's laying on my heart. What do you guys think? And they're like, I'm in.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: so we ended up with Kevin Crafton, Nikki Nieves, Eddie Delaney, Eric Westover, Lenea Doran, and then a junior coach and Lizzie Ritter and myself coaching the very first Snubbability camp. And these were coaches coming from Michigan, um, Oklahoma or Florida, <laughs> Florida, um, northern illinois another part of southern illinois and then uh new york and north carolina or south carolina south carolina so we had coaches coming from all over for that first camp and you know when we had that first camp jeff i'll never forget looking around when we all gathered around that fire pit at greenville
2: Mm -hmm.
1: and to me it was it was kind of culminating that the vision of Novability started with that that picture around that fire pit at camp no limits and then it it was brought to fruition around a fire pit at Greenville to see all of your families who put the trust in us for the first time. And I thought that was it, man. I thought this is what I'm supposed to do with the rest of my life. This is Nubability. It's a one, you know, it's one camp a year. Um, but you know, they always say God's a comedian. And if you really want to hear him laugh, tell him your plans. Right. So
2: now
1: <laughs> here we are today, 10 years, 10 years later, 12 years later from the idea of Nubability. um, and uh, it's it's amazing, man. We've we've changed over uh, 1,500 limb different youth's lives. We've you know we've worked with those kids, and they've changed our lives. Uh, we've held camps in 14 different states. We've served kids in 49 states and 11 countries. To to see the growth that we're at currently, you know, like you said, so that first that first all sports camp was 19 kids. Wow. Now we get hundreds. Now we get over a hundred kids, and usually it's closer to 200. Uh, we're trying; we're still working on building that number back up from from the COVID pandemic, and then with what's going on in the world now, yeah. um, with the inflation and everything, we're we're still working on building that back up. But I have no doubt we'll be around 200 kids in no time.
0: Well, and again, I mean, you can't begin to understate how powerful it has been to, to like you said, transforming these kids' lives. Because I mean, as a parent, and you know, you being born as a child with a limb difference, you know, you you feel alone. You know what I mean? And it, I, I can't I can't thank my daughter's mom enough for finding you guys. Because it was it was a very kind of scary feeling. You know, you wonder what's what's life going to be like growing up, bullying, et cetera and you just people who listening you just have to see and you've mentioned this so many times the powerful change that happens over those those several days over the weekend like you said a lot of the kids come they might hide their hand or hide their limb difference but by the time the weekend's over they're just they're they're no longer ashamed of it and they they finally realize that they're not alone and not only having their peers and other kids around with limb differences finding Older kids, older older people, coaches, like you said, who've excelled on you know very very you know high levels of sports and and colleges et cetera in, in sports that they're teaching, for those kids to be able to see themselves in these older people. I mean, it's just the ripple effect that it has has been so so very powerful. And I can just speak for myself for Shia. I mean, it's it's made all the difference in the world brother and you know I tell you all the time how much I love you love your mother and, and I just can't say it enough because the quality of life the differences you guys have made in the quality of her life she's just she's just so much more powerful of a kid man so much more outgoing just and all of that and so much of that is attributed to that camp so again I can't even begin to thank you enough and that's why I'm glad you mentioned it I mean it's the camp is no longer just the summer camp I mean you guys you have a golf camp, you have a ski, you know winter camps. Talk to us a little bit about that. I know you mentioned it. I mean, you guys have different camps all over the country now,
1: yeah, yeah. so uh, before um, you know certain things happened with inflation and some costs went up to where it made it hard for some of the families to get to. um we had a dozen camps on the calendar for this this year, which would be the most camps that we've ever pulled off in a year. We're still going to pull off the most camps we ever pulled off a year in ten. But, uh, you know, I really wanted that dozen. you know how competitive I am. I really <laughs> want to serve it. serve kids in a dozen, but I mean, we're hitting every aspect every every sport that you can think of, um, we're working on building an ice hockey camp. You know we're working on um, finding ways to serve these kids in every aspect. And you know, that's why I started NubAbility Outdoors as I branch off of NubAbility Athletics also is to get those kids who aren't interested in sports to get them the same type of coaching, get them that same type of mentor who can give back to them, but in a different sport. And this time it's in a sport where you can play this sport for the rest of your life. You know, this is something that you age doesn't matter when it comes to hunting, fishing or, or archery, even there's so many routes. And so um, we're offering a, it seems like a camp every other month, if not every month um, this year, which has just been been amazing. You know, those camps are probably averaging 10 kids per, per clinic. um, Some of them more, uh, but it, it's with those smaller numbers, you get that one one to one ratio with yeah. the coaches, which so so cool to see. Um, but we're we're loving it, man. We're we're still we're still working on doing more. Uh, my business director, who is also my cousin, Julie Gross. Um, we we both are very competitive people, and so we really want to. Like we wanna, we want to have a camp every month. We want to almost have two camps every month. So we're trying to figure out a way where we can offer this to more people to serve more kids. You know, it's how yeah. how can we serve more kids is is what what I think of every single time that I'm planning a camp or a clinic. That's why they're not all in the same state. That's why we've branched out to 14 different states because you know if I'm staying in the same area, I'm not gonna I'm gonna serve the same people. Right. You know there might be a new person here or there. Um, but if I can branch this out to serve more areas, that's serving more people and serving more kids and giving more kids the confidence. You know, I'll tell you, we sent 15 kids, Jeff, 15 kids to play college programs, which is amazing, right? That's a huge accomplishment. But the bigger accomplishment is we have kids who are on track to become doctors. We have kids who are on track to become EMTs, uh, surgeons, you know, areas where before Nubability, they might not have saw themselves as capable of performing at that level, you know. But now they have the confidence to own their difference, to go oh, out yes. and do it, changing lives and impacting lives on a tremendous scale, which is amazing. And then my favorite part of this whole camp is the fact that, you know, Shia maybe, what, she's 16, 15?
0: 14. Going to be 15 this summer. 14,
1: 14. So she's probably two years away from joining our coaching team um and we've got 20 plus campers who come back uh, you know who were who were former campers who are now coaches you know that is the coolest thing to me and, and that in this 10-year span we have produced at least one to two coaches per
0: year yeah it's awesome and again it's you know, the the can-do attitude that is instilled in these kids it It's just it's ga- no, no pun intended. And I'm going to ask you about your book. It is game changing for them again. I mean, I, I don't I'm not joking when I say, you know, you're, you're an alchemy, alchemist kind of human being, man. You are responsible and you helped plant the seeds of responsible for help changing the quality of these kids life Because like you said, it's it's transforming, it transforms them in a way where the confidence level goes through the roof to, like you said, they're out accomplishing things that they probably never thought they could do. And it's just, man, it's a beautiful thing, man. And again, you're not only the CEO and the head of this this camp, co-founder, you're also an author and motivational speaker. Your recent book, I think it's so cool because I follow you on the book on Facebook and you're, you're leaving the book around in uh, different, you're signing it and leaving it in different airports. Your book Game Changer, obviously, I, I know what was the catalyst for that, but talk to us a little bit about that book, man. Yeah, I never
1: would have thought in a million years I would have written a book,
0: um, <laughs>
2: especially
1: if you would have went and talked to me, and uh, you know, if you had told me at 2012 camp, that, "Hey Sam, you're going to write a best-selling book, or you're going to write a book," period, I would have looked at you cross-eyed, Jeff. Now I've been like, <laughs> "I don't know what you're smoking, buddy," but <laughs> you know who I am. <laughs> But uh, but no, man, it, it took a lot of prayer and a lot of thought, and you know, it took about two years um, writing that book, uh, and it was it was literally it was therapy for me, man. There's a well, what I found be so interesting about writing, writing your story, writing my story, and then finding a way to apply it to other people was the unlocking of of several uh, situations that my brain locked away to almost like protect me,
2: Mm. you know,
1: like there was bullying incidences that I didn't remember, but as we're writing books, you know, I brought my mom in on the process so that if there was anything I missed, we could make sure to touch on it. And, you know, I, there was so many different incidences that I had walked away and completely forgotten about, Mm -hmm. you know, it it was, those were real turning points in in my life. And so whenever I wrote the book, you know, I, I I started off and I started going around to all the publishing agencies and everything like that and presenting my book and the story was the same thing. Um, The story is amazing. We love the book. We love the content of the book. But you don't have any social media followers. They're like you don't have enough social media followers. I think at the time I had like 2,000 followers or something like that, which for a small town kid in my in my hometown, you know, I thought that was you know, I thought fine, you know? <laughs> right?
2: Right. There
1: 2,000 people there, you know. Um. But they're like, no, you need. Basically, they wanted it to where you're following your social media sold your books, and so, you know, I started getting a little discouraged. But then I started thinking, you know, why did I write this book? I wrote this book. To make a change in, in one person's life you know if this book changed one person's life it was worth the entire investment you know i learned it a uh, learned in 2011 uh, whenever i was uh, sick with a with an illness that only two people in the united states are diagnosed with a year that's supposed to kill you in a few weeks to a few months and god gave me a second chance i learned how valuable life is and how about val- and how short it can be yeah. and how how you really need to spend this life giving everything you have to this life, which means investing in other people. And so I knew that whenever I chose to write this book that I really wanted to invest in other people's growth. And so as as it went through and got rejected, I was like, you know what, I, I'm I'm going to self-publish. I'm going to go through the self-publishing process. Well, then I started thinking, well, when do I release this? You know, when do I release this where more, the most people are going to see it? How do I do this? I'm not a marketing guru. I'm not, you know, I, I can market novability out out the butt, but when it comes to talking about myself, I don't like to. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was like, how how do I do this? And uh, so I started praying about it, and sure enough, coronavirus comes in 2020, and in 2020 everybody's, you know. In a in a negative mindset everybody's getting torn down um people are having loss people are in a, in a in trials and tribulations that they don't know how to overcome and i felt the same nudge that i felt starting of ability hmm. i felt god tell me release it now and you know i talked with a guy named mike mike Foward over at Dream Starter publishing he, he's a great guy um, and I was talking with Mike and he had kind of been through my inner circle uh, and, and now he's one of my, one of my friends, you know, I, I actually go to him whenever I need some advice on business or anything like that. And, uh, I actually went to Mike and I said, look, I've heard a lot about what you do. Um, I'm going to publish this book, but I, 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 feel like I need your help. And so I went and hired Mike to help me out and we published the book and within 24 hours, it was an Amazon bestseller wow. and it was yeah, that was amazing to me. I I never I never would have thought that, man. And 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 to see it take off like that. And then you know I thought, well maybe it was an algorithm thing, right? Maybe my book was just an algorithm because it said, you know, your book's a bestseller in this category. Because I guess Amazon makes you know weird categories out there. But then I go and I read, and there's so many reviews of the book, and um, just listen listen reading those reviews and seeing that it impacted people's lives i was like this was what it was about no matter what i spent on this book no matter what time investment i spent on this book i told myself from the beginning if it impacts one person it was worth it and i saw so many people sharing how the story that god gave me impacted them and has impacted their own story and then how they've been able to relate their story to mine and i just thought that was the coolest thing ever but it wasn't enough for me. You know, I, I felt like, okay, I need to, I need to do more. And, uh, it was my birthday in 2000. I think it was 2021. Uh, yeah, 2021. I was sitting at home and I was like, you know what? I'm not a, I'm not a reader. I don't read books. You know, that's how I was now I do, but I, I didn't read books that time. I was like, I'm going to go do an audiobook, And, and I thought, man, I thought, who who do I hire to do this? You know, how does this work? And I started talking to my mom. And I'll tell you, Jeff, she gave me the coldest stare I think I ever got. She's like, you're going to have somebody else read your story. <laughs> like, it's Seriously. A, that's a good point. I was like, that's a good point. And so uh, for my birthday, I booked some time over at a, uh, at a studio. And I sat for, I think, what felt like ever, I think it was eight hours. Eight hours in that studio, I read my books from cover to cover. Um, edited it my you know I had a lot of the editing done myself and then had a had the guy at the studio edit the rest so that it was you know audiobook friendly and then I released the audiobook and then I listened then I went and watched the re- watched the reviews and saw the reviews of the audiobook and people relating to the story and people who had read the book already and listening to the story and understanding even more and and seeing the impact, man, it was just, it was incredible to me. Uh, you know, I never, never expected that outcome. You know, I, I didn't have high expectations for releasing a book. Um, but I knew after I read it that I felt pretty confident in the book. I felt confident in the message. I felt that it wasn't a book about me. It was a book to help others. And which is exactly, you know, how I want to live my life. You know, I, I feel like we're supposed to live to emulate Christ. And and people always talk about, you know, I, I feel like there's a lot of falsehood in a lot of people's promises as as Christians, where they they don't emulate Christ. You know, they they try to they try to listen to the word, to read the word, to voice the word, but not be the. Word.
2: Hmm. And
1: and. If you really be the word, if you look at Christ, look at look at his actions. He loved every single person for who they were, and he met them on their ground. That's why at Nubbability you'll see Muslims, you'll see Jews, you'll see atheists, you'll see Christians, you'll see uh, Hindus, you'll see every walk of life. You'll see gay, straight, everything.
0: Well, and it's, it's and we important, their- and that's the other thing, man. With With the challenges we all face in life, it absolutely transcends all of those things. You know what I mean? Re- religion, yeah. gender, race, etc. <clears throat> I forget who said it, but, you know, and it's beautiful, you know, without struggle, there is no progress. Right. And so there are no real failures, just opportunities to learn because, you know, struggle and suffering is almost a part of this realm. And, you know, t- to shy away from challenges, like you said, there's no growth in that. We've got to challenge ourselves. And so it's so cool, man, with this the, you know you've been we've all been given a certain amount of lemons and it's up to us to make the, the sweetest of lemonade and you absolutely absolutely have done that ladies and gentlemen check that book out it is called game changer how to thrive when life doesn't go according to plan like i said it's a bestseller and your mom is mama bear is absolutely correct man there's nobody else could tell your story better than you and uh man just a big congratulations to you and again we have the 10th year of camp coming up here in just a few weeks. I think it's the uh, third or fourth week of July. Obviously, we'll be there in DuCoin, Illinois. And there's a lot of, kind of layers to it, a lot of parts to it. It's really fun, man. The kids have a blast. And the Game Changer benefit. Talk to us a little bit about that.
1: Yes, well, the game changer benefit it used to be a benefit that we held around April, uh, and then last year, you know, just due to time constraints and then the release, uh, the late release of the of the COVID and everything, all yeah. of the all the regulations loosened up, we decided we were going to hold it during camp last year. And what what came of that, Jeff, was that our families got to interact with our sponsors, our sponsors got to interact with our families, our sponsors got to see our family firsthand what they were experiencing through camp and hear some of their testimonies and, and hear um, their experiences of camp. And that was so powerful. And last year um, we raised around $77,000 from which, you know, you know, as well as I do, it costs over a hundred thousand dollars to do um, all sports camp. But with our, with our other donations and sponsors, we actually got all sports camp covered last year nice. from this. Business. And what was so amazing to me, was the silent auction items at at that benefit, which this year will be uh, July 15th, and the theme again is is tailgate, and mom's got a big, let me tell you, the Super Bowl uh, pre-parties and stuff are going to have to take a lesson from my mama, because this (laughs) is about the big Super Bowl tailgate type party um, that she's throwing. But the silent auction items come from our families, so you get different states represented all the time, and I think that's just so cool that it our is. families not only want to invest in in sustainability in by bringing their kids, but they want to invest in sustainability by bringing something from their home state to show off, you know, show off where they come from. Yeah, it's cool. And and it's just awesome. It's
0: awesome. Yeah, the silent auctions, like you said, it's everybody's little little slice of their hometown. Obviously, in the St. Louis area, we see Cardinals stuff. I mean, it's really cool to just kind of stroll through and see what everybody brings. Like you said, it's a <clears throat> a little bit of flavor from each place that they represent. And um, yeah, it's um, it's just so cool, Sam. I, I, it's really kind of pinching myself. I can't even believe it's been ten years, and I only I can only imagine, man. What. What's what's the future for Sam Coonert? Are we running for office, mayor of DuCoin, Senate, Congress? <laughs> what's what's going on, man? Your your future is, is hecka bright, man. What's going to go down? Where do you see yourself, seriously? Five, ten years, be beyond camp. Obviously, camp's going to be a huge part of your life, you know, forever. What what, what are you looking to do, man?
1: Well, man, if, if five ten years goes the way I plan, uh, we'll have a few kids running around with the last name Coonert to come from me. You'll have uh, you'll also have uh, a very happy family. Um, and nubability will be thriving to the point where, um, you know, I have this vision. I can't share with it exactly yet how I'm going to make it happen, but I can share the, the vision is to be able to ship camp anywhere in the United States with a, with a checklist of, you know, here's, here's the items, here's the activities, here's what needs to be covered and be able to have camps even where I'm not able to attend. You know, if I could pull off where other state where we could have a Nubility camp in every state multiple times during the year, where we're serving that many kids, that would be the ultimate goal. So, like, to be able to be out there and serving that many kids, and then of course, you know, I always tell you my goal is to get overseas, and uh, I really think in the next, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say in two years we'll be overseas. Wow.
0: I mean this guy is the limit man and you've done so much I mean 10 years seems like a long time and I guess technically it is but you've done so much in a very short period of time I can only imagine you know what what more you can do and you're you're so correct man life in my humble opinion especially as I get older you know it's it's not about you know being selfish it's being selfless and and being altruistic and and helping to benefit the lives of others and again man I don't want to get all the bullshit on here because I know I will you, you you've helped change my daughter's life man and our lives and so many other lives Sam I can't tell you how much I love you and and how many others obviously probably echo those same sentiments that how how much you have helped change their life and their family's life
1: well, man, I, I'll tell you that every single child that has come through nobility, Shia included, has changed my life. And uh, if it, if it weren't for those kids, I wouldn't be the person I am today. Um, and that's that's a, that's a hundred percent. I'm I am very 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 blessed. You know that God gave me a second chance at life, and that He allowed me to be the one to to have this vision. But I'm I'm blessed for all you parents, Jeff. What you don't realize is parents have contributed more by trusting in us because yeah. you got you guys made the decision to trust in us and that, that's that's what's really started it you know if, if you would have said in 2012 no to to your um, to your daughter's mom at that time then you know we wouldn't even be having this conversation
2: yeah true but
1: you said yes to that first camp you saw the heart behind it and you know that's that's the thing ability will always be led with heart and with a servant's heart. With servant's heart means that I'm going to help as many people as I can, and we're always going to be a family. And to the point where, you know, like I told you before, scholarships for returning and news campers is the same same procedure: apply and receive.
2: Absolutely. And
1: if I don't have the time, I'll go find the money because every child deserves this camp. Every child deserves. The opportunity to learn that they were created perfectly, or if they're an empty, they weren't put in a situation they can't overcome. Every child deserves the opportunity to, almost like what all little kids, all kids get whenever they show up for little league practice. You know, you show up for little league practice, coach has both hands, both feet, and he's teaching you. So you have somebody who looks like you teaching you the game for the first time. Mm-hmm. Every kid deserves to someone who looks like them to teach <clears> him <throat> for the first time. And not only to teach them, to, to push them to be their best and, and push them past for their own limits. You know, that's the, this year's theme is limitless, which means removing all, all of the limits that we place on ourselves and shooting for you know, shooting for the stars. Absolutely. You know, that's, that's, that's the, that's the biggest, biggest thing that, that you can do is always take those limits off. You understand um, that the only limits in life are those that you place on yourself. No matter what your situation is, I've seen people in wheelchairs doing phenomenal things. I've seen people who uh, other people, uh, you know, would call special education, doing amazing things, uh, and I just call them mentally different because they are. They're not, you know, they're not hindered. The only disability in life is a disabled mindset. Yeah. And once you take right. that out, you're golden.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Like you said, no limits that unless the ones we put on ourselves. And again, man, you you and you plant these seeds and camp each year in your words, you know, you just help water these kids, those seeds. And they, they realize that there is no such thing as impossible. And again, I can't say it enough how, how awesome it is that you've you've been so impactful on so many people's lives. My man, um, I look forward to seeing you and the whole family here in a few weeks. If you don't mind, give a quick shout out where we can track you down and, you know, see the growth of the camp and maybe order that book.
1: Yes, yes, absolutely. I'd be happy to happy to shoot shoot a quick shout out. man, I, I, I really uh, I can't thank you enough, Jeff. I know I know uh, five years ago, you know, I hadn't had a book. I didn't have anything. I was trying to get my speaking out, and you were big into the podcast. And I reached out to you and I said, Hey, brother, can you help me out? And you helped me out. And we talked about camp, obviously, but you also I mean, it's speak on my on my speaking then. And I really appreciate that. And I appreciate you. I thank really you. appreciate all. For us during camp, being the voice of Nubability, I don't know if you even mentioned that on this podcast or
2: not.
1: <laughs> uh which this year you get to, you know, you're going to get to voice uh, a whole lot more. You know, we're doing a, we're doing some really cool things this year at camp that we're excited about. We're having um, we added 30 minutes of travel time between sessions. That will also hold breakout sessions for parents, so you'll get to see powerlifting with an adaptive athlete with our some of our conditioning coaches, uh, performance nutrition. So really, really taking nutrition to that next level to have our athletes perform at the highest levels, raising, raising power over pity, you know that's my mom's favorite one. Um so that'll be offered three two to three times uh, on on Saturday. you know there's there's all of these different um, this, different things that we're choosing to grow this year and really cool. take ability to level, um, not only for the kids, not only for the coaches, but for the parents too. so. Really excited about that, brother. But I really appreciate you having me on. I uh, appreciate you always giving me the platform to speak on Nubability. And uh, can't wait to see you and Shia here in a, a month. It's, 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 it's a, a month. month away.
0: Yeah, she was telling me last it's- night she was up late doing squats, that she could barely feel her legs today. So she's getting herself ready to go. Um, yeah, drop the com. correct? That's where you can check you out.
1: Yes, yeah. You can check out my speaking uh, and my and my book. You can go to samcooner.com. The book's available on Audible and Amazon. Uh, it's also available on Kindle. Um, so you can you can do it in the Kindle version if you want. I know I don't even know if Kindle is a thing anymore. Like I said, yeah. I, I I just started reading again. Whenever I started that 75 hard workout, and that was <laughs> that was uh, that that was tough. You know, I think that was the toughest part was making myself read 10 pages. <laughs> but, <laughs> Now I read a little bit here and there. So, um, uh, but yeah, you can check it out on Amazon. You can get a copy. Um, if you want an author signed copy, order it off, of Sam send it in to me. I'll pay for the shipping and I'll send it back to you. So, uh, that, that's, uh, that's about all I have on, on myself. But, uh, most importantly, if you know of a limb different child that you feel like could um, benefit from our camp age four to 17, please send them our way. Um, we want we want as many, many different children at this camp as possible. They don't have to be athletes. They don't have to um, love sports forever to get the mentorship that they need. So go to nubability.org. Check us out on all social media platforms. Our scholarship policy is always ask and receive.
0: And I can guarantee you, ladies and gentlemen, your children will be in the very, very best hands. And I can give my 10-year testimony on that, my friends uh sam thank you again so much and thank you for all your hard work i know here coming to crunch time you guys are very very busy around the old du coin which is just a just an awesome quaint little small town but a huge heart and again making just incredible differences in people's lives i can't thank you enough my friend um thank you we'll be seeing you soon my friend i love you like midnight loves the moon and uh ladies and gentlemen peace and so much love much respect